Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and speaker. Really looking forward to today's chat on Well Played, which is part of the On Podcast Media Network. Today we have Fabian Hoffman with us, and we are talking about little vignettes in your game and kind of this, the power of what I'm going to define as the micro theme. But before we get into that, I would love it if, Fabian, you give yourself a a bit of an introduction. This is not your first. This will not be your last time on the Well Played Show. So let's uh, let's give it up for Fabian. All right. Thanks for having me, Michael. My name is Fabian. Uh, I am originally from Germany. That's why I have that weird, uh, uh, what, what would you call it, accent. And uh, I am a seventh grade social studies teacher right now. I used to teach German and then I taught English in Hawaii. And now I'm back teaching social studies at my old school that I used to work at here in San Diego. And I finally found like my my calling when it comes to subjects because social studies is the one that is closest to my heart and love it yeah so So you got two social studies people you know in your ears right now uh yeah (laughs) so all right so this idea of the micro theme uh fabian and i were batting around some ideas of what we could chat about and fabian you said you got kind of inspiration from another well-played episode uh yeah so why why don't you tee that up for us okay so um i was listening to the episode with thomas berntheuser i can say it because i'm german i have like the perfect german Uh, (laughs) i just was the thomas and and uh, i got really inspired by what you guys were talking about because uh thomas has this um uh, this approach of storytelling in his uh, assignments, in his summative assignments, etc., that I thought I was lacking in my classroom, and um, I ca- I themed it my assignments. I themed them so there was like because my classroom is Star Wars themed, so I had like um, an assignment when I was teaching English last year where there was a murder scene, and then I I like set it like on Dagobah and like didn't really make sense in the Star Wars universe, but it kind of like made sense in my game, but beyond on that it was not very very themed and now what it did was i changed um that approach a little bit so that there's an actual storyline happening for everything that everything that they need to do um for this assignment because there's multiple steps involved in it that is awesome sauce and what i love about this idea of dialing up the sort of assignment theme uh for us so both fabian and i gamify like the whole year like right so we're we got big big themes that kind of overarch but but uh sometimes believe it or not that actually can kind of fade into the background right like you've set the stage like for me they're in the realm of nobles i tell i tell them that like this is your house and i use that language like hey house of Illyria, like you're winning or you're losing or whatever let's work together but it doesn't necessarily mean that today's activity fits inside that world right like i still might just do a quiz i might do a kahoot i might do like whatever and i don't spend any time explaining how that snaps into the to the realm of nobles other than like maybe you're earning experience points for the day and i have to say some of my best activities are the ones that i do take the time to sort of snap into the theme because yeah micro theme is it's so much fun for the kids, right? Like, 
And I'm sure all of you out there have have some sort of activity or project where you, you take the time to pretend that they're design teams or you tell them that they're architectural firms or whatever. Yeah. And then they have to go and like do whatever the project was, write, write a prospectus or whatever. But you yeah. added that bit of theme and you have to admit like there's that magic that happens when there's that, that bit of theme. Because they all, all of a sudden have a reason why they're doing it. And it's not just because we are students and we have to do it, but it's we are architects and we have to build this and we have to do that. And so in my game, it's um, we just they had just arrived on the planet of Kashyyyk, which is where all the Wookiees come from, and they have to explore it. And then they're sent on a mission on a quest. And essentially what they're doing is they're having a bunch of writing assignments and um, where they have to explain the feudal system and then focus on like uh, they have to write about like what the day of a peasant looked like. And then this culminates into like a big assignment where they have to build something out of Legos or Minecraft or whatever, like a like a castle or, or a, a diorama or whatever. And but along the way, they are going to gain items um so uh they have to they have to fight like these these monsters and the monsters they fight them uh successfully if they do a quizzes and they reach like 90 percent and if they give me proof that they did it then they they defeated them and they get an item which uh, we can talk about also is like how we keep track of the items um and then they they move on from that and then they work on the next assignment and it's so there's always a reason why they're doing it um now they're in a cave and now in that cave they have to go they have to choose between different doors and if they go through that door they need to write and learn about and learn and write about the peasants and what they did or the knights and what they did and so it's like always like there's a step that they have to take and when they do it successfully they get something and it's not the grade which yes they're going to get but um it's also an They'll item for the well. game yeah which I don't put a lot of focus on it because I like threw out grades and that's a wholly different story. But um, yeah, and so I'm trying to shift it a little bit and make it more about the items that they earn than about the eventual grade that they're going to get. So I, I like I couldn't agree more. Uh, like I said, in, in my class, the ones that I've chosen to do a little micro theme over the activity, it's gone really well. Uh, one that I'm thinking of at the beginning of the year, not this year due to Corona, but normally <laughs> I do the marshmallow challenge as a yes. uh, great team building activity. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's, kids are already going to like that. But yeah. uh, one year I finally like took the time to kind of find some cool graphics and walk them through a storyline that we weren't just building marshmallow like towers or whatever they these were like defense towers was like the storyline same exact yeah. marshmallow challenge they have to build them but uh in my game you could have a bit of a dual dueling competition here because within each house within each period whoever had the highest tower like could win a badge or something like that that was super fun mm -hmm. but ultimately they were working together because as a house, I just took the total height, right? So I would add your tower, add my tower, mm, add this, okay. right? And it was like the total height in this period. So you kind of didn't want anyone to fail, but yeah. you did kind of want to come out on top. So it was this like cooperative, collaborative, direct 
competition. <laughs> like it was everything. But, yeah, also competitive. Yeah. Uh, but it's, that storyline. Yeah. I mean, they got into it, and you play the epic music. They all of a sudden feel like they're in some sort of adventure movie or adventure, you know, video game, and it did just amp up the experience. Yeah, totally. It's and it's weird, like what that, how that works in in our brains, right? Like if we are. Uh, like at PD and um, somebody were play was playing like music while we are like discussing something or whatever then all of a sudden it's like oh this has some merit to it <laughs> there's like uh, I feel like there's first of all there's pressure which kind of makes me think a little bit faster and and like putting more effort into it and it's so strange how that works on on our brains that and for for kids I think because their imagination is still like, much better than grown-ups imaginations it's like they can really like dive into it and are like much more engaged because of it so you know and i think that's the thing i absolutely love about gamification you know sometimes people poke at the various like you know you're giving points or you're giving like items and you know the the sort of transactional nature of that but i think my favorite part of gamification done right if you take the time to sort of apply that theme think of atmospheric things that you can add whether it's visuals yeah. or uh you know sound uh or even smells or even like smells I, right when, I, when, I incorporated smells in my classroom i bought like off of this company called matchy candle company um that you can buy like essential oils that smell like rides in disneyland or in, at universal and so i would have that on the whole time for each unit there's a different smell and so it kind of like engages them like not just um visually because they see all this stuff in the presentations but also they're like mm, this it smells different this week <laughs> yeah so like i think that's one of my favorite parts of gamification is this idea of sort of i don't know inspiring kids towards yeah. like exploring the world and exploring like new, new topics i think when you play a game there's an open mind towards what you're about to do that yeah. i think just allows some creativity to flow and and you know as a teacher i think it's important that we take the time to to apply some of that like and you know as best we can you know adding a bit of theme can be big whether you do it yeah. for a homework assignment a class activity uh, I just and it, and and it can be as you said it can be little things like you are an architect and you need to figure this out or you are trying to sell like Girl Scout cookies and here's what you need to do uh, here's like your goal that you need to reach and now all of a sudden they have like oh yeah okay so I can imagine that because my sister did that and I've experienced with that from from that end and all of a sudden it makes sense to why they have to learn projections and like all that kind of stuff in math where it's like otherwise they're going to be like yeah what's what's the point like what's the <laughs> what's the point here what are we doing yeah uh yeah i love it uh so this 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 idea of theme we talked about having a big theme like for you how hard was it to you know have an overarching theme and then snap in some of these little vignettes um, I don't know. This was something that I encountered on the internet, just like following on Twitter, is that people were always asking like, oh, theme is like the hardest thing. And there was like Twitter chats in XP Lab and mm -hmm. about theming. And, and to me, that was always 
that came relatively easy. I don't know why, but maybe it's because I'm so like such a fan of Star Wars and it's just maybe I'm a storyteller in a way that it just felt easy to me to in incorporate that. But I think also it's a muscle in a way that if you just practice it and just do it every once in a while, all of a sudden it starts to become much, much easier. Like when I first out, I had no idea what's the to look like. And then throughout the year, um, like the story started to emerge. So I'd go into with like this story that I wanted to tell, but in the end I was the bad guy and I had like, you know, I was uh, trying to sabotage them and etc. cetera. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden it just, that just happened organically. I wasn't like going in there with like this big theme. And now with like these small things, it's just like, think about like, TV shows. It's like there are sh there are shows that have like this overarching theme, and you know, okay, they have to they have to go through this season. They have to go from let's say Mandalorian, right? He he finds this baby Yoda, and he needs to protect him. That's the theme of the first season, and then the second season is he needs to bring baby Yoda to his kind, and then you have but these other parts in the story where it's like okay so in this episode he needs to go here because um, his ship is broken and he needs to like in order to fix that ship he needs to go somewhere else to get the parts and stuff like that and it's kind of like that in a way where you're like okay um, so in my overarching theme I know my theme is Star Wars um, or whatever it is, Realm of Nobles. And in that game, um, my students have to go from A to, to Z. And here are the little adventures, side adventures, side quests, essentially, not even though they're not side quests, but they're like episodes, essentially, that they're that they're going through. And it's the could be like the, the boss of the week, you know, or the, the big bad of the week. And it could be, I don't know, adventures they have to do because they're stuck on a planet. You know, and that's that's how I'm approaching it. It's like it's yeah, as you said, it's these vignettes, these little things where it's like it pushes the story in a way. It's a small thing, but at the same time, in the grand scheme of things, it adds up to everything because otherwise they couldn't make it. Yeah, I like kind of your analogy to sort of a, like a mini series or sort of a TV show, right, where you know that the, the the big overarching story is whatever it is and like take yeah. mandalorian season one i think is a great example you know where we get the overarching story but each individual episode yeah. you knew there was like going to be another conflict that he had to deal with right so like yeah. he lands somewhere and that village needs his help so like now this conflict in this moment is the village needs his help but you also still know there's the ongoing like you know series of trying to get to, to understand a little bit about baby yoda here right yeah yeah and uh i think we could do that in our class right we have that big overarching story that's going to be there like the realm of nobles the goal is still to sort of take the throne but Oof, what is today's conflict? What is today's problem? Like our, you know, is the village under attack? Are Vikings coming? Is it a plague? Is it a, you know, famine? Is it, is it? Or is some, is it something very, very simple? I was going to say, know, or benign. Yeah, I need to grow some crops, you know? Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, no. you know. 
It, it can be all of those things. And actually, like lots of TV shows have that same thing where like today's conflict is is not as as flashy. Right. And, and that yeah. is a OK, too. Uh, and I want everyone to hear what Fabian and I are talking about. I don't do on a daily basis. This this is this is kind of like us challenging ourselves to, to say, can we do more of it? Right. Yeah. And I think both of us are expressing that it it has a it does have a tremendous impact on sort of the outcome and the feel of the lesson. It's yeah. not it's not easy to lay out though, right? Like it takes time and gamification already takes time. So now we're talking about taking more time. And by yeah. time, we're not talking about out of the classroom. We're talking about your design time, like your, your setup time. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. Uh, when, when you do these vignettes, Something my students always kind of want, and I don't have it always, is, and I'm curious if you have the same experience. My kids are really proud of the vignettes. Like, they they get attached to the story. They did it. They, like, built mm -hmm. the greatest tower. They, they defended against the evil thing. They did grow the crops so that they were prepared for the winter. Whatever the, whatever the case may be, they yeah. want something. They want, like, a badge to symbolize that. They want, like a demarcation line that's like we did it like we achieved yeah. this uh and i'm just curious do you do your kids have that same wish um same i don't one? i don't know because last year i didn't like focus too much on it and then covid hit and then the whole game kind of like <laughs> stalled a little bit um and so this year is like obviously completely different and i had to throw everything online so i don't know i will see how how they're going to react after this is over um so far they they are very there are some students who are, and those are like your your uh what do you call those the the explorers they want to like collect everything so i already had like students who are like so i turned this in so can i have my item now and i'm like dude come on let's let me let me like grade this stuff first and then you have to like work on this some more and you need to get you need to tell me what grade you want before i can give you anything and but there's definitely this um this willingness there and this this thirst for um so what get what's next like what can i what can i get out of it so i think that what you're saying is i think a great idea to start like maybe for um if you go down that route and you do theme out your your quests your sub your summatives um it's a great idea to have achievement unlocked you know kind of a, a thing like a badge or whatever that everybody that did the assignment which hopefully everybody did, will get that achievement and they will get the, the points in the game. Um, and for me, I definitely give them points for like a successful, like they're turning it in. Uh, and that's also what I'm trying to track with the um, items that they're receiving because in the end, if they're missing like one of those items that they can collect along the way, then they won't get the whole points for the game. So it's for, for those kids that want to have like everything complete, that's a big incentive because they're like, wait a minute, I didn't get uh, the armor. Why didn't I get the armor? And then they ask and I was like, well, you didn't, you didn't take the quiz and you didn't get your 90%. That's why you don't have it. But maybe next week it will be unlocked somehow and you get a chance to do that. Um, but for, so long story short, for me, it's just like they, they don't they get points, but they might not get all the points at the moment. But I'm thinking of now doing badges, too. 
<laughs> they my kids really liked the badges and it's amazing because my badges don't usually have any like express power like that that's what i use my items for they yeah. do know that badges have a hidden value at the end of the game but they don't know what the value is so literally it could be 10 points which in my yeah. game is nothing because like the end score is going to be hundreds of thousands yeah um or it could be a thousand points like but they don't know but yet they were so proud of slogging through this activity that they wanted to sort of like hold on to something and say like we did it and i i don't know i think that's really awesome so anybody trying this add 10 more minutes to your design time make yeah. the badge print it or digitally go, get go it on ready canva to hand out. <laughs> go to canva and create your badge it's really fast like it is it is worth it because you want you want like in that moment to hand it to them uh i think it's it's so awesome it's 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 super fun to do and yeah. when kids are that into learning and the process of learning why not why not hand them a badge you know if they did it if they achieved it i think yeah. that's uh a, a nice a nice tale and a nice story uh i would just print my badges by the way like you can and they would stick it like on their uh, their satchel and um, where they collect the playing cards or the, the item cards but I like now it's all digital, so I have a digital game. But maybe that's a cool idea for somebody to just print it on. Like you can get like these Avery stickers, yep. like round stickers, and then just print it on there. And when I did that in class, like I made a big deal out of it too. I was like, "And guys, let's hang on. Today we got to celebrate somebody because they did this, this, and this." And she was like all proud, and you could see it like in her face, and she was like giving me like a look, like oh, "Thank you, this is so exciting." This but she didn't want to show it to everybody. It. I love it. <laughs> But it's it was really cool because there it was like what was it, the one that I remember distinctly was like um, use of technology I think like innovative use of technology because she like went out of her way to create like a video you know and it's like nobody else did that and so it it was fun to be for her to be recognized for the fact that she did do that and yeah we did like a power clap and everything and celebrated her and That's then. There were more people that wanted to do that too, which is really cool. That's fantastic. I think too, another example I wanted to share about a micro theme, and, and here's a tiny, tiny micro theme where the game helped me achieve something that I don't know if my kids would have been happy with otherwise. Yeah. So uh, many of you, the listeners, and I know you, Fabian, know that I do these adventure paths where each unit, there's like a special activity. And yeah. the adventure path I usually do for Greece, there was no way we could do it in COVID. So I had to come up with a new idea. And uh, I racked my brain, racked my brain, and I decided I'm going to just do like a philosophy activity with my kids. And it's incredibly difficult. Like there are, there are five tasks and there are five mm -hmm. big philosophical like activities it involves a ton of writing a ton of reflection not something that sixth graders are necessarily like equipped to do like naturally what? Really? and oh. then again my adventure path for all those that don't know i don't really help them on it i mean it is like an independent sort of study and then they turn it into me and so but here's where this like vignette sort of worked we're in greece i do one day teach them about philosophy so i bumped that up to almost the first thing we learned about in greece not really great chronologically but yeah. i bumped that up first because i wanted to know about philosophy before the adventure path and then kids went on it and 
each of the activities has like a philosopher that's like interacting with them, telling them like the questions and making them like think about it, right? Mm -hmm. So the themes helping me that they're like interacting with Aristotle and Plato and Socrates and Zeno and right. Uh, And then the theme got applied a little bit to, they got these philosophical journals, which I just used Google Slides and I put like a nice parchment paper background and Mm -hmm. I like laid in the questions and it was kind of cool how I did it. They ended up, each of the philosophers, when they meet them on the website, there's like a link for them to get sort of what the philosopher is talking about and it takes them to a view only Mm-hmm. like one or two pages on Google Slides. And they actually have to copy the slide and paste it into their journal. Yeah. So like it wasn't shared through anything else. But the each activity they they submit to me, and if they do well enough, they they get this philosopher badge and they get there's five philosophers in the in this activity. And each yeah. of them, what I did was in my spreadsheet I thought this was cool. I've never thought of doing this. For each badge they get, I put in a, like I made a column that I just put a multiplier in. So a 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, 0.4, 0.5, mm-hmm. which basically equate to a 10%, 20%, 30%, 40%, 50% increase. Yeah. Then I made a column that totals all the activities in Greece. Every side quest, every in-class activity, and so if you got all of the badges, everything you do in Greece will get a 50% bonus automatically. Ooh, that's right? awesome. And what I loved about it is not only did the like theme work and they like really did want to like do justice to each of these philosophers. They wanted to like honor each philosopher, wrestle with their philosophical activity and produce yeah. high quality like writing and high quality reflection. But they also like wanted to get all five of them so they would get a greater bonus, which if you heard what the bonus was, it encouraged them to do more side quests because like yeah. this, this bonus only lasts for Greece. So like, you know, their oh, Rome yeah. side quests aren't going to get a 50% bonus. So yeah. it was just an awesome, mm, I loved it. But the theme really drove that, that little micro theme. I don't think I could have got them to care about philosophy as much if it wasn't for the little bit of the theming that went around this. Yeah. The little interactions with philosophers. That's, I, that's I, awesome. I loved it. I loved it. They loved it. Because you could have you could have just given them like links to PDFs, and uh, it just would say here's what Aristotle thought. Blah 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 blah. Yep. But now you just turned it into well, Aristotle is talking to you and he's telling you um, what what his philosophy was and blah 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 blah. And it's it's this little thing, and all of a sudden it turns it into well, I'm more interested in this because i'm having an interaction even though it's it's like virtual and like made up but i'm my character is having an interaction with aristotle and i think that's cool changes everything well we are at reflection time fabian sweet and this quote is i think it really works with today uh i'm gonna probably butcher the last name of this person so i i apologize the quote is by muriel rykesher r-u-y-k-e-s-e-r apologize for for that uh you ready for the quote sure go ahead the world is not made of atoms the world 
is made of stories. The world is not made of atoms. The world is made of stories. How's that hit right? you, given what we were talking about today? Um, I think it's <laughs> we were talking about. Like, can we? Can you find like a, a good quote? And but you did. I think you did, um, because it it does. Um, the the story is what gets people, not the specifics. I think. And the atoms for me would be like the the small things that make up everything, right? And but just because, um, let's say, the the assignment is the atom that is part of like the the assignment is like you need to write an essay. Um, that does not make it interesting. But if you turn if you include that into the story. All of a sudden, it makes sense and it's interesting because I need to um, I need to write a story because so and so needs it, or if I write that story that unlocks my ship and I can get off this planet, or whatever. And all of a sudden, it's like this this atom which we all know we're made of atoms, but because we are we are infusing those atoms and make like some and make them part of something bigger. All of a sudden, we're like, oh yeah, okay, now I get it. That's how, that's how I see it. I like it. Uh, for me, it's a little bit like what you're saying. I think the atoms are just like the raw material, right? Like mm -hmm. when you break something down to the atoms, you no longer are really seeing it as its own thing. It's just a pile of atoms that make up a yeah. bench, a chair, a table, a person, right? So the atoms aren't really what makes up the world. It's the idea that like those parts, those atoms coming together to form a story, right? Like the story the, the the moment the magic of that moment is is a shared experience and it's an experience that people can talk about people can feel it was more real than just a pile of atoms if you ask me yeah all right fabian thank you so much for once again coming on to the well-played podcast it's always it's always a delight having you thank you i had a great time uh, everyone else, thank you so much for joining me on the Well Played podcast each and every week. Super love it. Uh, as always, you can check out more of what I have going on at mrmatera.com. I am making some changes. This, this, as you, some of you might know, uh, I no longer post the videos on the YouTube, but hopefully you check out the YouTube channel for all sorts of other content on there. And everyone, I hope you have a good week and play on.